Hello, I'm Jess, and I'm on a mission to help you build the person and leader you dream of being so that you can create the impact you dream of having. This is episode 48, and I'm so glad you're here. So you might have noticed that the podcast has had a little lift. We've gone through a bit of an evolution with a name change. And so I've actually shifted the podcast to be called the Jess Ratcliffe Podcast. And I'll be honest with you, this feels a little edgy. I've crossed an edge in naming it this because I know deep down that it feels right. It still feels scary. I feel much more comfortable staying with the name that I'm used to of Unleash Your Extraordinary But the more that I felt that resistance, the more I wanted to step into it because I felt the resistance was there, not because it's not right, but because it feels edgy. It feels funny calling it my name, but yet in the direction that we're moving, in the direction that my coaching is going and the content that I'm creating and continuing to dream up and want to create is going it all makes a bit more sense to me. And so I, you might not have noticed whatsoever that I've changed the name, in which case that's totally cool. But I just wanted to give a bit of an update at the start that that's why. So you might now notice that the name is different and it feels perfectly aligned with the topic that we're diving into today, which is all about owning our boundaries. And I just wanted to start by sort of acknowledging what boundaries are, because I feel this is a term that can be used a lot. It might also be called principles like we covered in our previous episode, or it could be values. It could be sort of commitments or rules or filters. But really, for me, the essence of knowing and owning our boundaries or the power in knowing and owning our boundaries is that it allows us to say yes to what serves us, what we want to do, what we feel gives us energy. And we get to say no to what we don't want to do. And with knowing what our boundaries are, almost in advance of opportunities, ideas, or things that might come towards us that might be available to us, we can feel really strong saying yes or no in that moment, rather than, and I I don't know if you do this as well, but I've definitely in the past fallen to the prey of saying yes in the moment, because it's easier than saying no, even though I probably knew back then that what I was saying yes to wasn't really how I wanted to spend my time. And I think so often we can hold back from owning our boundaries because we feel a little bit guilty or selfish about owning our time in that way and prioritising ourselves and our mission and our growth in that way. But yet owning our boundaries gives us power and it means that what we say yes to gets our absolute all and what we say no to probably wouldn't have got our absolute all in the first place. And so actually by saying no to what we don't want to do we're doing the thing the idea the person a service and a gift because they can go and find someone or something where it is a hell yes for them rather than maybe be working with or speaking to or getting advice from someone where we're more wishing that we'd actually said no to this is it me that just has those moments hopefully not but so I wanted to ask you how do you feel when it comes to owning your boundaries do you feel you have a strong sense of what your boundaries are what your principles are and even what your values are of why you say yes to things and no to others and even of what you expect or what you're willing to give or do you notice yourself saying yes when you want to say no and then giving in to those boundaries rather than standing by them you know your way of being the way in which you want to show up 
and operate, and then feeling a little heavy and flat because we compromised or we said yes too soon or we undervalued ourselves. So what are your boundaries? What do you know already are the rules and commitments that you set for yourself and that you live by? And that's what I mean by boundaries. You know, our boundaries, I feel like the word itself can feel quite heavy and selfish almost, but it's really the rules, the fun rules, the positive rules, not like the rules we want to rebel against from school, but the rules we set for ourselves and the commitments we make to and for ourselves and our mission and our work so that we feel like we're in alignment with who we want to be and what we want to create as much of the time as possible. After all, time is the one thing that we can spend and never get back. It's our one resource that if we don't spend it in the way that really we want to be spending it, there's no getting that back. And it's okay to own our time, to own what we want to do, what gives us joy, what steals our joy, what just isn't for us. And there's, I feel there's two types of boundaries. I mean, there's probably lots more, but in my mind, what's coming to me now is I feel there's inner boundaries, the commitments we set to ourselves. These might be things like, I don't work past X o'clock at night, or I don't look at my phone on a Sunday, or I absolutely make sure I sleep this number of hours so that I can wake up and have an incredible morning, which sets me up for the day. Or a self-boundary might be, I value myself, I own my value, I stand by my value, I say what I want and I say what I don't want. You know, the real sort of inner drivers of this is how I operate, this is what I believe to be true about myself and therefore this is how we show up, right? How you and I show up in our worlds based on our boundaries, almost based on our operating system, if you will. What we say yes to, what we say no to, what we go after, what we don't, what we believe, what we assume. And then there's the outer boundaries, the sort of external world boundaries, which are the boundaries, the commitments, the rules we set that impact others. And these are the boundaries where it really comes to that yes and that no, or the yes and the not now. And where we might have to say no to things that we don't want to do. Because although it involves somebody else, maybe asking us for a coffee or asking to pick our brains, don't even get me started on that phrase, we then know, oof, actually, that's not gonna really work for me because as much as I would love for someone to pick my brain, I really have a problem with that phrase, you know, as much as I would love for someone to pick my brain, that actually doesn't serve me and that's not the best use of my time. Again, might not be the case. We might want to allocate X amount of our week, you know, to helping others, to mentoring others, whatever it might be. Again, our boundaries are our own. But again, I don't know about you, but whenever I have a pick my brains request, it never fills me with joy. You know, it's never something that is specific. It's never something where I feel I can truly be that helpful because I kind of feel like it's broad and it's not necessarily helping me be the most helpful to the person that wants to pick my brain. Again, horrible phrase, horrible example, but you know what I mean? It's that kind of sense where that external boundary is something I've set for what I say yes to or no to. And so yours might be something similar. Or it might be that I don't do things for free or I don't um, do things that don't have a value exchange. You know, again, it can feel quite negative to have the, the like I don't in there, but it's it's really what rules and commitments do we set? What lines in the sand have we drawn that we then stand by in service of us, 
our mission, our growth, our well-being, our happiness, and then being able to stand by those, knowing that in the short term, it might feel uncomfortable saying not now or saying yes to something for ourselves rather than something for someone else, which by proxy means saying no to that thing for us maybe. But actually in the long term, that's what will serve us. That w- that's what will allow us to fearlessly focus on the ideas, the initiatives, the relationships that give us joy and that move us forward. So when we think about that, I feel like we've touched on a little bit there of what stops us from owning our boundaries. And when I think about this, you know, what does stop us? When we think about how it should be okay for us to say yes to what we want to say yes to and no to what we don't, we can still struggle. I still struggle massively. I mean, I've got things in the diary that I wish weren't there because at the time I said yes because it felt easier, because I wanted to be nice, because I didn't want to be a bit of a dick and say no. And those thoughts, those thoughts that stopped me from saying a polite no or not now or to divert that request to somebody else that could better help, that means I'm now saying yes. And that means that I now have something or multiple things trickled through the diary that I don't really want to be there. And that in itself is where we can then feel that heaviness and that flatness around what we maybe wish we had the strength and power and ownership of our boundaries, the clarity to say no to early. What do you feel is something that you've recently said yes to that you really actually wanted to say no to? And maybe you could identify this through that heavy feeling. What have you said yes to that now you feel a little heavy towards, right? That you might be dreading a little bit. You might be wishing that it wasn't in the calendar. You might wish it's going to get rescheduled, you know, all of these senses. And from that, what's the undercurrent? What's the sort of under that heaviness, flatness, sense of wishing you said no? What do you feel it is that could help us spot a boundary and something that you want to start living into? So for example, going back to my example of, let's say, people that want to pick my brain. I know that can feel a bit of a compromise to me because it doesn't feel, A, that I can be specific enough to really help. It almost feels that you kind of turn up or get on the phone and and it's just open game to kind of, oh, it's gross, you know, like pick, pick, pick at your brain. Sorry, really gross, really bad. Um, Got a terrible visual. But it doesn't feel like I can really harness my help if that makes sense if they were to have really more specific questions absolutely maybe I could then help over email or in a different way that serves us both but that pick your brain example means that that's time energy space thoughts all of that kind of stuff which I'm then not harnessing for something else possibly for a client of mine or for workshop attendees and there's only so much that we can fit in the time that we have and so I'm aware that example might feel really like brutal but actually this is the power that we can set our boundaries and we can say what we don't want to do or what doesn't serve us or we can go back to a request with another request asking for what I felt was missing. So what's that thing? What's that thing that you've said yes to that feels a little bit heavy and how could you shift it to work for you to feel lighter? What could you start saying yes to that serves you rather than that leaves you feeling heavy? And I wanted to just touch on the fact that I think we can feel bad saying no sometimes. You know, it, it rubs up against this feeling that we should be nice, that we might be a bit of a knob if we say no, that we feel we should. 
you know, it rubs up against the sort of human nature, really, of wanting to help, wanting to be helpful. But when we really think that those things actually feel like they're taking away from our focus, from our time, we can give ourselves permission to say no. But as as easy as that is in words, it's harder in practice. And so I wanted to offer a reframe. Imagine if when you're saying no or not now to someone, rather than them thinking that you're a bit of a knob, what it actually does is give them permission to say no or not now to what they don't want to do. And it also, cherry on top, frees them up to go and find someone that is a yes to help them intentionally, full forcibly, you know, like really being able to give their everything when actually maybe if we're kind of in the not now camp or the, oof, do I really, you know, we might then give half of our effort or half of our attention or we'll be in that conversation but we'll be watching the clock waiting to get to the next thing or wishing that we weren't there in the first place and so by saying no or not now to them not only does that give them permission to start saying no and not now in their life it also means that they're freed up to go and find their yeses and how awesome is that right it means that they can focus in on what adds value to their lives, their work, because we've politely declined their request or their offer in service of doing that exact same thing, focusing in on what adds value to us, our lives and our work. So I wanted to leave you with that, to think that what if the person we're saying not now to doesn't think we're arrogant or a bit of a knob and instead They feel inspired to start owning their boundaries, to say yes to what they want to say yes to and no to what they don't. Because again, after all, time is our most precious resource. We spend it and we're not getting it back. So isn't it more than okay to choose how we want to spend our time and to choose how we want to spend that time when we're on our own as well as when we're with other people? So sometimes... The boundaries that feel the hardest can be the external, the ones where we feel we have to say no to someone, where we might be letting them down. But actually, maybe the most powerful are the inner boundaries, the commitments we're making to ourselves. And when we're the only ones watching, to make sure that we stand by them, that we know and own our boundaries in service of our bigger mission, evolution, growth, all of that good stuff. But to know that As easy as it is to say no to us and yes to others, maybe the power is in always saying yes to us. So with that in mind, what's one boundary, one commitment you're going to make for you to start knowing and owning your boundaries? What's one thing that you're going to start implementing, one rule you're going to live by, one thing you're going to do for you? I would love to know if a fresh boundary or a more focused one has come to mind while you've been listening. Mine, I think, bringing us full circle to the very beginning, intentionally saying yes when I feel the fear, when I feel the resistance like I did with the name change, but when deep down under that resistance, I actually feel alignment. I hope you have an epic week and I will see you next time. (laughs) 